Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome to another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. The Instant Reaction Podcast here on Cyclone Fanatic brought to you by our friends at Carl Chevrolet. If you're looking to buy a newer pre-owned vehicle, Carl Chevrolet in Ankeny, Carl Chevrolet of Stewart is the place, are the places to go. You can check them out online, carlchevrolet.com, carlchevroletstewart.com. They are, uh, they are always helpful, going to give you good prices. Whether or not you're trying to get a brand new vehicle or maybe a certified pre-owned vehicle, Carl Chevrolet in Ankeny, Carl Chevrolet of Stewart. All right, it's a Tuesday night. Cyclones get a win over the TCU Horn Frogs, the Hilton Coliseum. It wasn't pretty. Probably didn't finish out the way that we would have expected it to if we just checked the score at halftime. But regardless, the Cyclones leave in their second-to-last home game of the season with a victory. Uh, man, where do we start? First of all, I mean, the the first half of this game was just a complete and total 180 from what we saw from the Cyclones not only last Monday against Kansas, but then as well on Saturday against Texas Tech. They are really getting on the floor, competing defensively, and making things really difficult for TCU. I will add, TCU didn't exactly help themselves by the fact that I'm not exactly sure what exactly they were doing uh, on the offensive end. Either way, I think Iowa State played a big part in the fact that the Horned Frogs really struggled to be able to put the ball in the basket, scored just 25 points in the first half. And then offensively, you know, behind 12 points from from Trey Jackson, he went 4-5 or from three-point range. Then you get 16 points from Solomon Young in the first half uh, to kind of carry you through. And score 41 points and have a 16-point lead at halftime. Huge for the Cyclones. I think it was huge for them to come out and give some people some confidence going into the second half of the game uh, after the way that those last two contests had gone and seeing the Cyclones um, get their, frankly, get their behinds kicked uh, against the Jayhawks and the Red Raiders. Second half, uh, obviously things got a little bit hairy. Um, I'm not sure what was going on. Uh, early on in the in the second half, but the way that they went away from Solomon Young, I'm sure TCU. I'll have to rewatch it again, but I'm sure TCU probably changed the way that they were guarding him in the post. Uh, Solo on the night ends up with only four points in the second half, but he finished so he finishes with 20 points, eight of 11 from the field, four of seven from the free throw line, seven rebounds for Solomon Young. Another really nice performance for the for the junior from Sacramento. Continuing, you know, a, a stretch that I think is as good as any basketball he's played in his college career. I, I think it probably is the best that he's played in his college career. And then Trey Jackson comes in, plays the best game that he's played all season. 18 points, 6 of 10 from field, uh, from the field, 4 of 7 from three-point range, 2 of 2 from the free throw line. And those two free throws were huge right at the end of the game to help nail it down. Uh, but you kind of went away from those guys early on in the second half. Uh like I mentioned, I'll have to go back and look exactly what TCU maybe did a little bit differently, different defensively. Um, it looked like they started playing some more zone. 
you know, at one point I saw him playing a one-three-one uh, that I where they're really trying to keep the ball away from Solomon Young. So I'm sure that that played a role in it. But uh, you know, you started seeing Prentice Nixon start trying to shoot the ball a lot more, trying to get to the rim a lot more. Rajir Bolton was trying to do the same. Uh, Rajir does ends up end up with 11 points, two of eight from the field, one of two from three, six of six from the free throw line. He made the two free throws uh, that put Iowa State back in the lead after they lost their 16-point lead. TCU was able to come back and take control of the game again. Uh, and then the Cyclones end it on a 6-0 run in order to give us the final score, 65-59. to But, um, I mean, I think if you're going to put this on any two people in this game, it's got to be on Solomon Young. It's got to be on Trey Jackson. Those two guys uh, were, were just – monsters in the first half and did enough in the second half to help carry the Cyclones through the finish line. I also want to give a shout out to Caleb Grill and what he did. Caleb did not score a point in this game. He went 0 of 3 from the field, but he played 24 minutes. His defense at the end of the game was absolutely huge. Came up with a big stop on Desmond Bain. Uh, I want to say the second or third to last possession of the game after Iowa State had taken back the lead uh, he was able to strip him uh, get the ball back out and let the Cyclones uh, end up going to the free throw line to ice it but Caleb Grill even though he didn't do much offensively he was crucial 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 to this win uh, in in the end and um, other than that I mean I think the Cyclones just were able to withstand things and uh, you know I, I joked in our in our slack group um, the crunch time group of Trey Jackson, Caleb Grill, uh, Rajir Bolton, Solomon Young, and Mike Jacobson coming through to get the to seal the victory, just like we all knew that they would. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, it's by no means is this like a season changer or anything like that. It doesn't erase what happened on Saturday in the uh, in the worst loss in Hilton Coliseum history, but it. You know, it really turns things around. It takes some of that sour taste out of your mouth. It makes you feel a lot better going into a Saturday matchup with Oklahoma State down in Stillwater. Three games left on the schedule. What can the Cyclones do here now with five Big Ten, Big Twelve wins uh, at fifteen and, or at five and ten? Uh, what can they do here to close things out? Um, you know, and put themselves in a position and get a little bit of momentum heading into Kansas City, where we're going to be in about two weeks. So, a huge win for the Cyclones tonight. One last shout out to Solomon Young, Trey Jackson, and then Caleb Grill, my three guys that I think were the big difference makers in this basketball game uh, and really helped carry through for Iowa State uh, down the stretch. So, we will talk to you guys again soon. Uh, I. I think next time we'll talk to you will probably be Thursday night on the Cyclone Fanatic radio show, 6 to 7, on 106.3 FM and 1460 KXNO. Uh, or you could join us out at Whiskey River. I assume that Chris and Brent will uh, will both be out there. Uh, Chris has the call tomorrow night for Iowa State women's basketball at Kansas State. Highly recommend you guys tune into that. And uh, Cyclones, Cyclone women need another big win uh, here as they approach postseason play as well. So uh, thanks again to our friends at Carl Chevrolet. Carl Chevrolet carlchevroletstewart.com. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Have a great rest of your night and have a great rest of your next several days.